Hello and welcome back to the second episode of Kane Explains. All my friends are called Dan because two of the hosts here are called Dan. Welcome back, Dan P. Hello. And making his Kane Explains debut, Dan S. I am so happy to be here. And of course, we are joined by the eponymous Adam Kane. Yay! I'm so happy to be here. I can't wait to explain my facts. That sounded so sarcastic. <laughs> you do want to be on the show, don't you? Okay. Right. So, so as, as always, uh, as always, <laughs> I say as always. Um, yeah, fuck it. We've got we've got millions and billions of views over the past week. Everybody loves a podcast, so tune in mm -hmm. always. So for, as always, four sections this week. We're going to do this 20, 30 minutes. Let's start with a news item, just a sort of interesting trivia one, really. So feel free. to to chip in at any point, guys. This week, well not this week, but this, over the past month, the Pope implied that hell might not exist. Now, okay, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this to Dan P first, seeing as you're joining us uh, from last week's show. Hello, quite Popey. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> so the Pope implied hell doesn't exist, and this what, is- What this did he actually say? His actual quote was... I think, wasn't it someone like, oh, don't worry, mate, you'll be fine, you won't burn. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> really, really... Did he just say... Usually read about the Pope because, well, it doesn't interest me anyway, but this is interesting because hell is what everyone has been thinking, like, oh my god, you're deaf and you're in hell now. Well, not in heaven. Well, well this is the thing, let, let, let me... Um... In some shape or form. Yeah. Okay. So, Sorry, did I go a little bit overboard with that? I'm not too I, sure. I will, <laughs> I will find, I'll find the bit, but I'll find oh, yeah. the bit. So he essentially implied hell doesn't exist, but then the chaos that followed that is a Vatican. It's like, no, 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 he, he, didn't, he didn't say that. And it's very much so, like with Donald Trump stuff, when he says like something really dumb, and then they go, oh, no, he didn't, he he didn't, didn't mean really that. Regret. But, but right. he did. Now, obviously, hell is the big kind of moral consequence of anything you do. So a lot of, a lot of uh, religious types... Don't do bad stuff because you might get sent to hell, yeah. which is a shitty Why would thing Trump to do. Worry about hell if he worries about his billionaires. No, not Trump, the Pope. The Pope. Sorry. So, 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 bearing in mind that the, the, yeah, the Pope, who is God's voice on earth, who is the kind of foremost religious authority on the planet, implied that hell might not exist. I'll find the quote on it. How do you? What, 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 I mean, it doesn't mean anything to any of us because we don't believe in it. But give me your thoughts on that. I actually quite like this new pope. Is this also the same pope that implied that gay people aren't evil? Yeah. Um, oh, he only implied it, didn't he? That's his, very his popery people went. No, 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 no. They're definitely bad. He didn't Sorry, mean that. Did you say popery people? <laughs> <laughs> the Vatican is so fragrant. <laughs> his, I don't know what the, the post minions are called. Cardinals. Cardinals. There you go. So his, this is the same Pope who said the global warming's probably real? I like this Pope, I think it's cool. He's is he the one that looks a little bit like Jim Bowen? Uh, yeah, he's the one who... He, he looks like um, the High Sparrow from Game of Thrones. Yeah, he really That's a, he's actually going to be yeah, played by... Like Jim Bowen, as you might know who. He is, isn't he? With um, Anthony Hopkins as, as Tother Guy. Is uh, Joseph Ratzinger. So, now that hell doesn't exist, uh, how is your life impacted by this? Not in the slightest, I don't believe in it. I mean, I don't know how much of a serious answer you want me to... I think it's always good when someone's leading people, and we won't name any other names of what's happening in the world at the moment, but it's mm. good for them not to be a fuckwit, essentially, <laughs> and yeah. leaving in a place where you burn forever because you've done a boo-boo in your life. I mean, it's not a sign of intelligence. It's, it's also, as, as a leader, as a... Uh, I know he's a bit disgraced now, but Kevin Spacey said that it's the responsibility of the successful to send the lift back down after you've used it. And if the Pope is a leader, a person of, you know, some moral standing, I guess, if anybody's going to be the authority on whether or not hell exists, the Pope's your boy. And that's only a good thing. Adam, what do you make of this? Well, hell, well, if no one believes in it, well, they only believe it in stories, don't they? And, like, probably what they see in the films... It, it doesn't exist in this world. Only people can visualise it from the books, and like I said, movies anyway, so it doesn't worry me so much in my opinion. 
and... Uh, is that because you are religious and it doesn't concern you, or you're not religious and it doesn't concern you? I'm not religious and it doesn't concern me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, if hell doesn't exist, Adam, what would you say is the meaning of that on the rest of religion as a whole? You're asking me if it did exist. No, 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 no. no. I think we're all, we're all fairly in agreement <laughs> that, that it, it never did. I mean, unless you've been <coughs> certain areas of the north, we won't talk about those. I mean, now their punishment is gone, the point for those who are remaining, how do they keep them believing? Because a long-standing argument of the deeply, darkly religious is, is, that, the, is just is so the bad. atheists um, and people who don't believe in God. Well, what reason do they have to be moral? Because yeah. is the fear of hell and God, I guess, that keeps them, in theory, from doing bad things. Doesn't work, but that's the theory. I think my kind of theory is maybe praying is what it is or something. Asking for forgiveness before, but then. What I find weird about it is... Because when you're praying, it is like you're visualising a god, isn't it? But and then, in a way, and then, and then, hell, it, yeah. and then hell can be included in that. Yeah, or the, the wish to avoid it. Yeah, pretty much. Certainly. Yeah. What I find interesting about it is that so the Pope can just be like vetoed by his cardinals. <laughs> so he can say a thing and then they can go, nah, nah, that's not right. That's not what he meant. <laughs> is we it? hate gays. <laughs> we still want to bugger kids. Uh, <laughs> well, Jalo. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awful if they were gay. Because, um... <laughs> Is it interesting that in the most in in the present in the most uh, kind of we're in the future now because we're past 2010 um, that the Pope can just kind of repeal these not really repeal but you know he can kind of essentially go back on what is thousands of years of, of, of doctrine and of this is how it's always been religious religiousness is if nothing else very conservative the past was better and things are better than they are now kind of thing so for him to go evolution is probably real global warming seems feasible and hell might not exist as, as far as as far as deeply religious figures go this this sounds like a good guy basically yeah. I mean he's you know there are a lot carefully, of things carefully progressive yeah but he, it all kind of he's not radically progressive really matters but I think that's on what the next bloke says yeah. someone, someone can build upon that or they yeah. go he was a nutter you're still going to burn so I'd imagine if they're disagreeing with him a lot of the time the next person is going to be a super conservative bloke who's going to come out and go down and that we're going to hang gays so like, like, it's like, going to be someone really like horrible. we can't have that again sort of yeah. thing Jose Borgoglio is his name he says says only our minds experience eternity and no one who has experienced bliss or anguish could doubt that they exist. That's a quote that actually didn't go in for me. Uh, right, so yeah, hell doesn't exist. Interesting. Okay, we've actually got to move on because we've got a lot of things to cover this week. So, Adam, you've got a theory to bring to the table, and it is certainly one that uh, interests us all, I think. Well, pretty much. I've uh, been saying it at, at work to all my colleagues for like a fair few times, and they think, oh, that is exactly, you know, accurate, I think. It, well, you're, you're, so they say it's exactly accurate. I would uh, love to hear it. Okay, so, Adam? This is your segment of the show. Well, my theory was about Tom Cruise and why he's called Tom Cruise. I mean, that is not actually his birth name, it's actually his stage name, but, oh, well, Tom Cruise, he's like, he's doing all his popular movies these days. So, like, Mission Impossible and all that, you know, does all his stunts. So, basically, you know how a cruise ship goes through, you know, the oceans by sailing and then... I've been on a cruise before. Yeah. And oh, that's, what, oh that's great. That's but great. it wasn't Tom Cruise, so... Fancy that. Oh, imagine if you did meet Tom Cruise, because the captain would love to meet Tom Cruise as he's cruise. But I'd anyway, love to meet Tom Cruise. But, but anyway, uh, yeah, what I came up with is because he's like a cruise ship going through his movies, not as in like an ocean, but he's like, uh, he's flying through his movies by doing stunts. Of, I like, think he'd be quite upset if he thought you thought he was floating through his movies. <laughs> no. There's a lot of running. Yeah. With clenched teeth. 
Yeah, that's how he does a cruise about it, right? He's like a cruise ship. Is that the end of your theory? Called Tom Cruise. So your theory, is there more to that? Well, that is like one of my theories. I mean, I should have maybe come up with more about this. Well, this just, week, okay, let's, I so... I think yeah. this, is, this is enough to... to so your theory about why Tom Cruise is called Tom Cruise it's is... he's like one of the most popular actors, and that's right. why he's called Cruise, probably. Because in your yeah. mind, he's like a cruise ship going through all his movies on the water, but in the air, but like a boat, yeah? Yeah, but instead, he's actually on the surface and is like, you know, walking and running so at the same time. So do you think he was, his, his parents named him knowing he'd become really famous and popular? Because obviously he existed before he became famous. I mean, if you believe in time as linear, which I'd assume we will do for the sake of argument, because yeah. that's going to take a long time to get through, or is it? Well, here's the thing. Uh, Thomas, Tom, Tom Cruise's real name is Thomas Cruise Maypother the Fourth. Exactly. But Tom Cruise is still. Yeah, but that's part of his, but his name. name is still Cruise. Yeah, he didn't yeah. make up. It's not. It's not like how um, Bruce Willis's real name is Walter Willis. No, it's not even like that. It's like how Marilyn Manson's real name isn't Marilyn Manson; it's Brian Warner. So Tom Cruise is still kind of basically his name. Yeah. So your theory is that he's called Tom Cruise because he's like a cruise that goes through his films. Now, what do you mean by a cruise? Because I think that's you lost a, me at that point. That's a bit wishy. Yeah, I need that more explained. Yeah, I mean that was only the, like one of the theories, like a cruise ship going through his films of insane like stunts and all. I wouldn't describe a cruise as like insane. It's meant to be quite. Have you never been on a mad lots cruise? Of, like, middle-aged and older people. Okay, but yeah. <laughs> that was bloody that was mad. Crazy. That was ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that maybe one day I'll come up with the rest of the theory for it. I mean, Why that's not? like the only basic for it. I guess. So, Dan, you is look this... like you're eager to question Adam about this theory because it is an interesting one, and I do have a follow-up question to I'll be it. I'll happy to listen. Okay. What brought you to this conclusion is my main question. Well, I was just like talking about Tom Cruise with uh, some friends one time, and then I just came up with the theory about it, and I don't, I don't know why. I never even came up with it. This, like years before, and right. like, like an epiphany. So yeah, it was like a light light bulb just turned on your head when you thought of this. Exactly, yeah. But my question is, that's your theory as to why Tom Cruise is called Tom Cruise. But Tom Cruise was called Tom Cruise before you came about, and so that means he was called Tom Cruise. He was he was Tom Cruise before you were born, which means is he fulfilling a prophecy wherein he does what you say? Well, I think starting from his uh, blockbuster. Yeah, but top, what top my, guy. my my point is is that you're saying that's your theory, but we're saying that was his name before you came about, so... It was his name before he was famous as well. Is our main that, that's thing. his name. Yeah. What he's done uh, I don't, is I don't cut know. it off so he doesn't seem like a posh twat, so he's more accessible. It was a massive well, I don't know what, what he was like in his, like, you know, younger days, but I'm, I'm only, like, you know, explaining my theory, like, okay. you know, during his popularity today from his films. Well, this this is essentially a brand new theory, which I love. Um, why have we not heard it before? No, I don't necessarily mean from you, but I mean, why have we not heard this on any other show or anything? Why is this not a trivia. How come this is only coming about now in 2018 instead of for the 30 years Thomas Cruise, my brother the fourth, has been an actor? To be honest, I don't really know. I mean, I don't really think I've heard of anyone else like saying it on the news about what they'd be too worried they'd be in the danger zone, really, uh, if they brought that out, you know. I think what it is is well, I think this it's theory is like a secret in the top echelons of Scientology, and I, I think you might yeah. secretly be the only survivor. So there was there was like a, a big whistle being blown, and as the Church of Scientology were desperately trying to cover it up, it was you, Adam Kane, alone who brought this information to the world. Yeah, well, it's because I've like, watched his films, and I like oh, so really like. Did that really happen? <laughs> yes, yes, it did. He's not denying it. <laughs> 
Okay, so no, it's, I have never been discreet for the past few years. I just like you know, like you said, the light bulb just turned on in my head, and then that's how I came up with the theory about all right, it. All right, so I have a couple of questions just to follow on. You know, you boys jump in if you want to. Sure. Um, why do you think that Simon Pegg is called Simon Pegg? Oh Jesus! Do, 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 I've only I've only <laughs> I've only watched his like you know films, but I don't know. Well, Pegg does sound very uh, very funny to it and all. Do you do you think he's um, perhaps into pegging? I'd have to ask him that myself. Okay, anyway. well, uh, well, tell you what, if, if you're listening to this show now, drop Simon Pegg a tweet and uh, ask him, are you into pegging? Hashtag Kane Explains. A lot of people are, to be fair. Yeah. Why do you think he's called Simon Pegg? I don't know, is there something happening in his personal life? I don't know. Quite uh, a few yeah. things have. Yeah, in his personal life, his parents were called Pegg as well. Um, okay, so num- number two, and before we move on to the next uh, bit exciting bit, which I'm I think sure... Pegg's Nick Frost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, That's why, at home, why do you think... Daniel Day-Lewis is called Daniel Day-Lewis. What's your theory on Who is he? Okay, fine. Why do you think Brad Pitt is called Brad Pitt? I've only watched his films. Well, Tom Cruise, well, his movies are what, like, you know, got me about his theory about it. But Brad Pitt's... Uh... So, where did this theory come from about Tom Cruise's name? Like, or what point, what, what, you... what thing did you see that made you go... Mm, yeah, he's, he's called that. Yeah, I think I was just watching some of his movies a few months back, and then that—that's how I just came up with the theory. Like, it just uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of like you know complicated to explain. Like, but it's your theory. Yeah, I know, I know. So I mean, if you can't explain it, we can't understand it. <clears throat> I think it kind of, kind of reminded me of like you know how uh, I know that cruise ships don't do their stunts, but well you know o- well oceans. They do when Keanu Reeves is on one. Well, cruise ships they're on oceans and pretty much they're doing their stunt by floating on the surface. So really, it seems more credible to me that Brad Pitt would be more like a cruise because he was in all of the oceans films. It does make sense, yeah, because he's doing a heist. Was Brad Pitt in the oceans films? He was. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he was yeah. in all three of them. Okay, so he's more like a cruise ship because he's associated with ocean than maybe Tom Cruise, perhaps. Wow, you're really challenging me. I now, just actually, I want your theory to be waterproof, airtight, all that sort of thing. Like a cruise ship. Why? Because he's like going on like a cruise through oceans because he's like doing a heist with his include with uh, Danny Ocean and his like you know big group to like rob people. Yeah. Maybe uh-huh. Brad Pitt doesn't actually exist and he's just kind of like an ideal version of Tom Cruise that was made up by Tom Cruise or whatever the hell his real name is. Probably. In his imagination as like a perfect version of himself to protect the world that's and that's why they have these eerie similarities. Maybe, maybe. I mean, all these stage names are very uh, curious, aren't they? So it's very... I mean, for Why my... are they called these people? Have names? you read The Da Vinci Code, Adam? Or seen the film? No. I think you'd really like it. Yeah, Tom Check. Hanks. Oh, that's the one. Tom, Tom Hanks. Th- nice let's guy. not even get onto Tom Hanks because trust no. me, his origins are complex. But on subject of films, seeing as we're going there, I would like to uh, pass the mic over to Dan because now we're going to talk a little bit about Jurassic World. A couple of words, Dan, Adam. What no. do you think of it? I think you should add on Fallen Kingdom as well because then we're not confused. Jurassic World anymore. Two, yeah, 2018, yeah. The Fallen Kingdom, starring Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, the one yeah she's or Jessica. Mm-hmm. Jessica. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah. They're brand new characters of a new trilogy. Okay, what? What's the difference between Bryce Dallas Howard and Jessica Chastain? The name. Who? <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> so okay. they, look, they look very similar to me as well. Yeah, th- uh, this, I'm totally oh, not oh, sure. Oh, scrub me the... the, the th- Alright, let's just move on. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, Adam, what did you think of the film? I thought it was good, but there are quite a few unnecessary cameos, like Jeff, Jeff Goldblum's cameos, Ian Malcolm, that was unnecessary. He didn't do so much in his, like... He did nothing, you're right, yeah. No, I agree. In his conference scene, and plus, I guess, keeping uh, John Hammond as, like, you know a reference still I mean because he was the one who created Jurassic Park in the first place the character so seeing a frame of him was quite nice 
Was he in it? No, no. He, oh, he, 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 was, he, he was just mentioned. <laughs> yeah. He was a painting, wasn't he? Yeah, right, right, right. He was yeah, just yeah. mentioned. Um, well, and plus, like, there wasn't really so much backstory and just trying to uh, go over it. I mean, but uh, what, what, it was, it was rushed into the action. What did you think of him? A couple all, of words. It was all right. It was all right. Out of ten? I'd say five, ten. Five out, five out of ten. All right, and Dan. Right. Couple uh, of words. It was better than I thought it was going to be. Like, I hated Jurassic World because it was almost a remake of the original film, but 20 years later, and it was spent most of the original Jurassic World. Jurassic World 1 spent most of its time talking about how Jurassic Park was 20 years ago, and they had, like, things from the old film and kept all going, eh, 20 years ago, which used to fucking bug me about it. This film, they start off, they just blow the island up. That's it. You can't go back to the park ever again. They kind of end it that way. And well, I guess. Kind of into a horror film in the middle, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, I guess I do agree with you on that. Like, needs to move on, needs to go in new directions. But I think maybe a Jurassic Park franchise is kind of like becoming old school now, wouldn't you say? Uh, I mean, it is. It's 25 years old this year. Well, I Wait, think have you, have you lot seen. You haven't seen Jurassic Park, but. I've seen Jurassic Park. Yeah, I've seen, oh, okay. I've I've seen all of them. The first one of this lot. I've okay. seen yeah. the first one, that's it. Right. Well, what would be nice is, well, to like, you know, add in unnecessary cameos for unnecessary plot lines and like. That, that would be nice. Like, you know, ask Neil and Lauren Dern to come back in the final, but, like, have a good priority kind of I dialogue in the scene. I don't think they should do another one. They will do, and it will be a different sort of film the reason why it's because of how this film ends. And the reason well, why it's called Jurassic World now is because the dinosaurs are roaming free in the world now. Yeah, it kind of does... That seems so irreversible. It kind of does a... I don't want to say a Westworld, but, like, you know how Westworld 1 ended, and we go, right, well, that can't tell that story again, then, because it's ended way further down the line you thought it was going to. Yeah. It kind of ends with, there are no parks, dinosaurs are not on the island, dinosaurs are roaming free with man. Like, that's the world we now live in, is that we've accidentally unleashed dinosaurs, and they are probably going to win because they can eat us. Well, this is the thing, I'm, I'm not really too into... It's kind of like War for the Planet of the Apes, then, isn't well, it? Well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you made that segue. It's kind of survival film, not an escape from but a park film. That, this is the thing, just can I... It came before Jurassic Park. <laughs> the I'm not really too into the Jurassic thing, or even the Planet of the Apes thing, because I think, essentially, like, big animals is a little bit silly. Uh, I thought War for the Planet of the Apes was actually really good, it's dark, okay. Perfections, I'm into that, but I think mostly it's just kind of like a, a bit silly. And so then when people go, oh, I need to see Jurassic World, like, what's wrong with you? I think no one it's a monkey with an assault rifle. Like, it, it just it just seems like it, it. it just seems dumb. Like, why would you recreate the dinosaurs? Don't don't do that. I mean, it's cool, but like, don't do that. So, um, well, because apes use sign language and it doesn't even make it very enjoyable. I thought the sign language bit was the sign language. I was well into the sign language bit. Yeah, dinosaurs, dinosaurs yeah. just run and they eat people up. <laughs> Uh, Not sympathetic characters, are they? No. no. Okay, so to that end, we enter the final section of the show. Dan, you have a question relating to Jurassic World that you're going to pose to the panel. I do. If, uh, the, the technology they have was real, so if you could take DNA and make a thing that was extinct and bring it back to life, would you do it? Sorry, what was the question? If the technology in Jurassic World existed, so if you could actually grab DNA from a fossil and grow a dinosaur or a mammoth or whatever else is extinct, a dodo, would you do it? What are the moral implications? Implification? Implications of that. Well, you, Dan, you go first. Oh, I'm trying to think of something suitably clever to say. I'm sure there's some kind of extinct thing that could have cured diseases and whatnot now Can that's I gone with the rainforest or something. If you're I do, yeah, think about it. it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's a good idea at all because it, it means risking the life of civilization. It depends. Yeah, but it depends what it brings. If you bring well, a dodo it, back, it's going to be all right, isn't it? If, but yeah, if, yeah, I know. But I'm talking about you know what Dan said, like bringing a mammoth back to life. You know, I mean, yeah. Dan, Dan was just saying generally, if yeah. you could bring back yeah. something that's extinct back to life. But uh, to, to the to the point of the dinosaurs, absolutely not. 
Yeah. I mean, we've actually, I actually saw a post the other day where it's like, scientists have kind of worked out a little bit, maybe how to bring stuff back from fossils, and then someone commented, we had four entire films about this, what are you doing? I so think bring back the films, that's why. I think the, the dinosaurs, I think the dinosaurs would be the worst possible thing to bring back. Something like the dodo seems like it'd be a bit benign and therefore a little bit pointless. Can we include people in this? I'll say that. Maybe Hitler or Mao would be some of the worst people to bring back. I don't back. know if you can bring back, no, you can't use specific people, because this is like, you bring back a species or something. Oh. Okay, um, probably not. Uh, actually, uh, probably species that have tragically gone extinct. So the dinosaurs didn't tragically, I mean, okay, it was a meteor, it was all really sad for them, but we weren't around. But stuff that's gone extinct in our lifetime, like the, uh, I believe the black African rhino, mm -hmm. um, the thylacine, uh, as well as a few other animals, th yeah. those, those, those have gone extinct because of us. That's, yeah. um, and in my mind, we should bring them back if we can, because it, we've we've it's the done. Least you can do really. Yeah, it's we've done irreparable damage to the planet, causing so many extinctions, um, and all because of our um, you know wouldn't greed and our want for more. So I think I wouldn't bring back any like ancient civilizations or any uh, ancient animals, but things that have gone I think purely because, because of us, of us yeah. in the past, say, fifty years, hundred years. Yes, I think so. If we were bringing people back, we're not we're, bringing people back. Yeah, I know, but if you were, but you were saying that though, it would be like Amelia Earhart. She's the. Oh, I was definitely. I did not expect that. That, yeah. that was a surprise. Because Amelia Earhart, <laughs> she disappeared over the Pacific Ocean, and like. Formers, you would have to find her bones to like bring oh, her they, back. They have, I'm pretty sure case. they have found. They have found. They, they found oh, really? some bones that might be hers, but also she disappeared, so we don't know. Well, it's been like many years because oh my god, she's the, she's everyone's <laughs> favorite person because she disappeared. She's not my favorite person. I mean, she's not everyone's favorite. person because she disappeared, but was her because she was just cool. I don't think there's anyone who is Amelia Earhart. It's because she she took her. She, yeah. Well, she, well, she nearly went slow, but she had a navigator, Fred Noonan, to like track her. But they just went probably in the middle of nowhere in the Pacific because. Or like, is it the Pacific? It is Pacific Ocean because. Which that, ocean? Got you there. Yep. Yeah. Alright, shut up, Matt. <laughs> God. Yeah, because many years ago the Pacific Ocean was too big. There was like no problem. Is it smaller now? No, it's big. But as long as you have like the tracking systems, then it's probably smaller, isn't it? And then you can I find where you are. I think it probably appears smaller in that we can. Holland Island it. was just too like discreet <laughs> what, what to island, see. Sorry? Holland Island. Holland Island. Ho Island. I don't. I've never. Not clear what that is. I you know, know way more it's, about the island. It's the island that she was supposed to land on. It was the island she was supposed to land on, but she never found it. And I think she flew right over it. Okay, so how do you just? Sorry, this is just a, an item of curiosity for me. How do you know about Amelia Earhart? So that is not someone that we really, really talk really about. That's really cool. Yeah, That's I have no idea about stuff. I think I learned about her in my own kind of uh, you know study, and then I looked at her biography. Like she was the first woman to fly solo across the Atlantic, and then she would have been the first person to fly around the world until yep, she disappeared so by did running you out. Learn of... this through school or just through your own curiosity? Bit of both, I think. Okay. Because someone couldn't just vanish like that in thin air. Because the ocean, I'm sure, like all the uh, army were able to, like, you know, square off every part of the ocean back in those days. Okay. They didn't send the whole US, presumably, Navy to look for me. But it was the longest rescue mission in history because everyone cared about it back then. Did they actually? Okay. Okay, so I'll tell you what, that, that, was, that was intended to be the last item of the show, but I think I'm going to add a bonus question on, seeing as we've got just a couple extra minutes. With, with the, the Amelia Earhart thing, uh, who is your favourite historical figure? Dan. Ooh. Uh, it's a My favorite historical figure or someone I'd like to meet? Someone you'd like to meet. Someone I'd like to meet. 
Well, I can bring back anyone to me. And they have to be dead. They have to be dead. Yeah, like now. Okay. So you can bring back Obama. <laughs> uh, see, mine's actually a really boring one because he's only been dead like five years, but I would bring he's... back Rick Mail. Like, do you know, like, Cat, he said he's only been dead a couple of years. Uh, like, like, Cat would uh, love that as well. If I could so... be anyone in the world, it would be Rick Mail. He is my idol. Okay. I think he'd be terribly surprised by that. <laughs> Well, the people back, you back me. <laughs> okay. Oh, so, Biri-san, you know history and things. Um, a, a bit, a bit of history and things. Well, let me it, guess. Is it Churchill? That'd be one of the options. Yeah. Okay. It'd be Churchill or either Julius or Augustus Caesar, because I'm a tweet, essentially. Mm. Okay. And this, they're just. It'd be so cool, and they're from such a. Presumably, we can understand each other by some TARDIS like yeah. uh, miracle translation magic. Yep. And I think it'd be really fascinating to get a perspective of someone that's so different, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And Adam, who do you bring back? It's difficult for me, really, because... Oh, God, um... Well, Amelia Earhart, well, I guess... Oh, uh, she'd love to come back, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, she would love to come back because, well, she had no choice because she ran out of fuel and ditched into the ocean, so probably. But I do like Amelia Earhart because she's probably what inspired many other aviators to, you know, fly solo. That is absolutely Because true. flying a plane is like being free in the sky, isn't it? You sound like a modern Jack Sparrow there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think moved. you're right. <laughs> like, oh my god, yeah. like, an aviator is like a pirate then, isn't it? Who's like, like a, pi a pilot, yeah, it sounds like a pirate. And maybe, oh, aviators and pirates do come together because pirates, you know, fly around seas. Like, under no contract at all. I think pilots have, like, quite stringent contracts. Yeah. They almost certainly do. But I okay. do like Amelia Earhart, though. Okay. Yeah. So, so, Rick Mail. But you wouldn't want to be in a plane. <laughs> Julius Caesar or, or <laughs> Augustus. Amelia Earhart. And uh, I would probably... It's going to be David Bowie. It's cool nah. to do with heavy metal, hasn't it, right? Let me. No, probably be, like, Hendrix or something. Because, ooh, we're tragically cut short, and he's, you know, only slightly older than you, slightly younger than you, and significantly older than me. <laughs> Mm, and in the way of one. <laughs> yeah, you, you've lived longer than Jimi Hendrix. Okay. Now I, I bring him back because he's, you know, he's always touted as like the greatest guitarist of all time, which is probably true. But I feel like he was certainly almost, well, certainly cut off in his prime in a way. Mm -hmm. And you know, he's was so influential. It'd be because I actually think that if he's been dead for like what forty-eight, nearly fifty years he's at this been point, dead. yeah, longer than he was. Did you say it's longer than he was famous for definitely. Certainly, he was actually only famous for three years. So yeah. with that in mind. Uh, I sort of understand how he's like considered the greatest guitarist of all time because he was around for three years. He was 27 years old. There are guitarists who are twice his age. He's been in this for three times as long, sort of thing. Yeah. I I love to see what he'd do with the guitar because he certainly was a revolutionary, a revolutionary so at the he, time. So I wouldn't say he's the greatest of all time because there must be people better than him now. That's right. right. To be, yeah. So but if then you, talk, if you do watch footage yeah, of him, um, like the I can't play guitar very well, but guitar. I know how difficult it is to I like, can't know do which, that. like string the strum and which fret to press. I think yeah. I'd have but to watch him do it. He goes over the thing. Like there's no effort. In what he does, yeah, which he is was kind of impressive. He was too good. He was like yeah. the Rhaegar Targaryen of guitar. Basically. Well, I thought like Elvis Presley because he played a lot of guitar as he uh, grew up into like the most famous rock star kind of person. Oh, I kind of like to bring back Michael Jackson actually. I was I was going to say that, but I think Emily Earhart was even like more important back then because she was definitely more important of a figure than Michael Jackson. She was. Yeah. I don't know. Did she give millions to Africa? <laughs> no, no, she, she just, just got lost near it. Michael Jackson went through a lot of hell in his life because he. Uh, he used, well, he burnt his head and then he had to <laughs> Doing a Coca Cola commercial and then he just. <laughs> sorry? I'm sorry, Michael Jackson, if I'm insulting you. He's dead, he doesn't care. Yeah, and like, he wears wigs, <laughs> he had plastic surgery. God. Did and, he? He, and he took too many drugs. Where if he has a smaller nose, it's like he probably did or something, because he used to have a big nose when he was younger. <laughs> 
and like he took many drugs, which makes him white and just totally. <laughs> the drugs didn't make him white. I think the two decisions. The Jackson estate would vociferously yeah. dispute that. That is. Uh, he ma- uh, that is to be disputed. But I'm not going to say this because he married someone who. Wasn't I think very before we good. get sued, we should probably wrap it up. To be I honest. think we should. I, so, I agree with yeah, that. I agree. Yeah. My God, man. All right. Well. So two, we're already getting lit- litigation. So Michael Jackson, my apologies. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, Adam. Okay. <laughs> right, so uh, that's that's been episode two of Kane Explains. We'll be back probably next week with the next episode. Thank you for listening. See you all soon. Bye. See ya. See ya. Ciao.